Listener's discretion is advised. Tonight on Random Stuff, I will be rambling on about what happened just last week, including the, you know, a woman named Amy Cooper pulling a Karen. Yes, and some COVID-19 updates. Random Stuff starts right now. And good evening to all the parties who are listening on Sunday night going into Monday. Now, last night I've talked about a woman named Amy Cooper who once, who was now on administrative leave from Franklin Templeton Investments. That's where she worked. Now, before I go any further, here was the report on Monday night. Memorial Day from NBC New York Channel 4 which was uploaded on their YouTube channel. So here's a listen in. Tens of thousands of people have already watched that video showing a heated confrontation that many describe as racially charged. Tonight both the man behind the camera and the woman in front of it are speaking only to News Force Checky Beckford who joins us live from the site of that squabble in Central Park. Checky. Well, Stefan, it started with a dispute over an unleashed dog and ended with a woman frantically calling 911, claiming she was being threatened, even though video didn't appear to show that happening. Well, tonight we spoke both to that man and to the woman who basically said what she did was unacceptable and wants to apologize. Please don't come close to me. Please take your phone off. Please don't come close to me. It's a Central Park confrontation marked with racial undertones that's gone viral. Please call the cops. I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. At some point, she decided that, you know, oh, I'm going to play the race card, I guess. Christian Cooper, an avid bird watcher, says he started recording after telling the woman her dog needed to be leashed at all times in an area known as the Ramble in Central Park. If the habitat is destroyed, we won't be able to go there to see birds, to enjoy the plantings. When the woman refused, he offered the dog a treat. The only way they can keep the dog from eating the treats is put it on the leash. That's when he says she roughly grabbed the dog by the collar, told him to stop recording, and called police, referring several times to being threatened by, quote, an African-American man. There is an African-American man. I am in Park. He is recording me and threatening myself and my dog. Though Cooper does not appear to move any closer to the woman, her call becomes even more frantic. I'm being threatened by a man in the ramble. Please send the cops immediately. Cooper says he kept on recording because he had no intention of being intimidated. I'm not going to participate in my own dehumanization. I'm not going to feed into this. You know, we we live in an age of Ahmed Arbery where, you know, black men are shot, gunned down because of the presumptions that people make about. He stopped recording, walking away as soon as she leashed the dog. Thank you. Tonight, this woman, Amy Cooper, no relation to Christian, told News 4 she overreacted. It was unacceptable. You know, and words are just words, and I can't undo what I did, but I, I sincerely and humbly apologize to everyone, especially to that man, his, his family. Amy apologized during our call, but also claimed that Cooper was screaming that she felt threatened and didn't know what was in the dog treats. She says she regrets calling the police. The police, I think of them as a protection agency. And unfortunately, this has caused me to realize that there are so many people in this country that 
don't have that luxury. Now, again, Christian Cooper left shortly after that altercation. Police say they did respond to the 911 call, but just chalked it up to a verbal dispute. No complaint was filed. As for Amy Cooper, her employer, Franklin Templeton, a financial firm, tweeting out tonight that they don't condone racism of any kind and that they are investigating. Meanwhile, she has been placed on administrative leave. We're live at Central Park tonight. Jackie Beckford, News 4 New York. Well... Yes, um, she's on administrative leave, but a day later, on May 26, uh, Franklin Templeton Investments have officially fired that lady, Amy Cooper. Yep, and yes, it was mentioned that she gave up the dog um, for the same place that uh, the uh, I think the dog care center, I think it was, I don't know what it is, but... That is what you call as pulling a race card. An entitled Karen, I would say. Who else can relate to that? Uh, hmm. I don't know. I've watched a lot of videos of entitled Karens and entitled people. And boy, I, sometimes you can't, can't make sense of them, you know? And... Even if it's your own parents. If an entitled parent gets mad, who knows what's gonna happen, right? And I can't speak for everyone, alright? So don't bash me. Don't even try to get get at me because I'm just trying to do do this shit, alright? Yeah, the news Chase Elliott beat Kyle Bush on Charlotte Motor Speedway Tuesday night. Uh took that $100,000 bounty that Kevin Harvick uh, made. Uh, so, I guess we can make money off of the bounties now. Uh, I think bounty during racing is a thing, right? That's legal. Of course it's legal. It's like taking a bounty off of someone who wants to take off a guy's pants. Or s- someone would take the bounty if someone smacks a girl's bare ass. You know what I mean? Bare ass. And then, it'll be the smack heard around the world. A smack heard around the world. You hear me? That would be entitled. Settle down, settle down, entire planet, settle down. Ah, thank you, Mr. Chris Wallace. I mean, Tom Hanks. Now, the worst news ever. We are over 100,000 deaths in the United States. 100,000. You believe it? Wow. Um... I wouldn't believe it. And then another, and then another thing, um, the NHL and the NBA are planning to make a comeback to finish the 2019-2020 season. Would you believe it? I would, and I believe that they will finish the season. We've already had some players retired, um, but the question remains. 
will Vince Carter finish the 2020 season to complete his career? That would be the question I want to know and every Vince Carter fans wants to know. But in the meantime, we'll be right back with some COVID-19 updates. Closed captioning for this podcast is provided by... Welcome to the land of those who do. Fifty states, fifty bottles. Collect them all to get a hundred bucks. And we back after the break, ladies and gentlemen. Wednesday was supposed to be the day that SpaceX is going out to space, but they brushed that off. So yesterday at three o'clock p.m. Eastern time, they did the unthinkable. For the first time in over a decade, they have launched SpaceX. Thanks a lot, Elon Musk. So before we go any further to the COVID nineteen stuff now. The COVID-19 stuff, I mean, it's beginning to spread. And already had one person tested positive when they went to the Ozarks. Yeah. Guess what? Everybody else is going to get a contact with the coronavirus too. That's what happens when you rebel. Yeah, that's what happens when you rebel. So, we're going to talk more about space with Jimmy Kimmel during this monologue. All right, Jimmy, let's go. The president and his space poodle were in Florida today for the big NASA SpaceX launch. This would have been the first time ever that a private company sent astronauts into orbit, which would have been a big deal. The astronauts were Bob Bankin and Doug Hurley, NASA guys. Oh, that's the wrong Bob and Doug. There's the right Bob and Doug. They're dressed like part of the Tron laser light parade at Disney World. Anyway, the president was really looking forward to this. Unfortunately, the mission had to be scrubbed at the last minute due to weather. The astronauts were all strapped in, all ready to go, and they canceled the launch. Trump got very nervous. He thought they said they were canceling the lunch, but it was just the launch. People online are blaming the president for jinxing this thing because he showed up to see it, just like they say he jinxed Alabama by showing up to their home game or how he's jinxed everything he's ever touched. But this is not his fault. That Elon Musk's test run for his escape from Earth is going to have to wait, and you can't blame the president for it. They're going to try again on Saturday, which is disappointing for Trump, who, you know, over the last three years, he's become a big proponent of getting Americans the hell off this planet. A lot of very important things are going to be taking place in space. So we'll be doing uh, the moon. I just call it space. That's what we want. We want space. We're creating a new force, and it's called the Space Force, and that's a big thing. Space is terrific. Space is terrific. Space. There'll be a lot of things happening in space. (laughs) And people are surprised when he doesn't wear a mask. And then... Trump wages war with Twitter after Twitter fact-checked one of his tweets. And, of course, you know that uh, Trump has issued an executive order. 
of limiting all the things on social media. Now, here's what uh, Kimmel had to say. It's been an all-caps kind of week for our dear misleader. Twitter yesterday, for the first time ever, flagged his tweets as potentially misleading. This is the first time they've ever done something like this. They put an exclamation point with a link below it that says, get the facts about mail-in ballots. If you click on that, you'll get articles disproving Trump's claim that mail-in ballots lead to widespread voter fraud. I guess this is good, but I don't know. Do we really need Twitter to tell us our fake president tweets fake things? Is that their job? The president, of course, was displeased. He took to Twitter to lash out at Twitter. He wrote, Twitter is now interfering in the 2020 presidential election. They are saying my statement on mail-in ballots, which will lead to massive corruption and fraud, is incorrect based on fact-checking by fake news CNN and the Amazon Washington Post. If Twitter had a sense of humor, they would have labeled that tweet as misleading too. But he continued, Twitter is completely stifling free speech and I, as president, will not allow it to happen. What that means who knows? I guess it was only a matter of time before Donald Trump would be in a Twitter feud with Twitter. But this new kick he's on, this trying to stop voting by mail, is actually very scary because it's pretty clear he's setting the stage to claim he was cheated if he loses the election, which could potentially result in real violence in this country. And to help him push our democracy toward the edge of a cliff, Kellyanne Conway spoke to reporters today to say, pandemic schmandemic, real American voters wait in line. People are very proud to show up and go to the polls. They really are. I mean, they wait in line for a Georgetown cupcake for an hour to get a cupcake. You hear that, Jane, to get a cupcake? What? <laughs> She's not listening to me either. Well... How long will this war between Trump and Twitter go on? How long? We may never know. It could take at least a month. Now, speaking of which, um, California and other states are ready to reopen. They're about to get to phase three, but we don't know when the phase three will be. Now, I'm pretty sure that some of the states are already reopened. But I don't know, maybe um, some of them are ready to reopen, but they're so eager to be reopened just to get out, go shopping. I mean, we've already got like a farmer's market, they're ready to open again. Um, a swapping, like the swap items. Uh, um, yeah, they're... They're also ready to reopen and trade stuff. Uh, and then there's a risk for that. And that is, will the cases of coronavirus go higher? Well, we'll just have to explain further. Just listen in. County officials here in Los Angeles just released guidelines for reopening our schools and there are a lot of them. They're going to have students walk single file in the hallways. There will be strict seating on buses, a staggered recreation time in the schoolyard. Basically, it sounds like a prison where you learn geometry. Classrooms will be limited to 16 seats spaced six feet apart. And there are also new rules for bullies at school. From now on, all wet willies must be dry Daryls. I don't know. I was talking to my wife. Our plan is to just pull the kids out of school altogether and 
Hope they become reality TV stars. Well, uh, good luck with that, LA County. But I know you guys can do it. You guys can do it. But I don't know how you're going to do it, but you can do it. Now, man. I just got to know how it turned out uh, Saturday, uh, the uh, launch to space again. But we're going to have to figure it out on Monday as this COVID-19 is eating people alive. Yeah, eating people alive. We'll be right back. back after the break the tiny tiny water break ladies and gentlemen now we got to listen to a song yes if you're a big fan of Bob Ross then you know this theme song thick and thin or some people would like to call it the song to drink coffee to like you know like a Starbucks song or you know all of these things this song is called interlude by Larry Owens And remember, no mistakes, just happy accidents. Let's listen to it. 